Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Thank you for listening. This is Sandy Horner, Managing Director of Wealth Management at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. I'm joined today by my colleague, financial planner, Tyler Klug, and we're gonna be talking to you about password management programs. We all have tons of passwords for all those websites that you go to on probably a daily basis, right? You've got them scribbled down on a piece of paper in your desk. Maybe you have them on a sticky note on the side of your computer. Maybe you've even entered them in a phone. Or if you still carry a Franklin Day Planner or something like that, yes, I do. You might have those passwords written down in there. But the bottom line is password management is becoming more complex day in and day out. So years ago, we actually had an FBI agent who specialized in cybersecurity come and speak to us here at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. It was a very interesting presentation. And he talked about a very simple way that folks could remember their passwords. And that is to come up with a phrase unique to you, easy for you to understand, and then adapt it to each website that you go to. So let me give you an example for myself personally. By the way, this is not my password management system. And I'll use the BWFA as in Baltimore Washington Financial Advisor.com website. So I'm a sailor. So maybe my catchphrase would be, I love to sail the seven oceans. And then if I went to BWFA, I would take the B as in the first letter for Baltimore. And then I would insert my catchphrase. So it would be, I love to sail the seven oceans. And then A as in advisors, BWFA.com. And that would be my password for the BWFA website. And then you could adapt that to any website that you ever went to. So, you know, for Google, you do G, your phrase, and then E. First letter G, last letter E. So you get the idea. That's not bad. And if you have no program in mind, you could always use that. It would probably be better than nothing. However, like so many things in life, over time, things evolve better systems become available. And today, there are a number of different password manager programs available. And so that's what Tyler and I want to talk to you about today. Whether or not you might want to consider adopting a password manager program and a little bit about how they work, so on and so forth. So thankfully, Tyler uses a password management program because folks, I'll admit, I don't. So Tyler, tell me everything I ever wanted to know about what are password manager programs, how do they work, so on and so forth. Sure, thanks, Andy. Uh, So the password manager is, just like you said, it's an alternative to having to keep a little black book of all your passwords or an Excel sheet. Um, it's It's a third party service that stores and helps create long strings of your passwords securely. So you get, there's many different websites out there, different alternatives. Some of you are probably familiar with Apple's Keychain. That is one example of a type of password manager. But there are many different companies and uh, offerings for storing your passwords as an alternative to having to you know, keep them in your brain. 
I transitioned to the password manager because I was having immense difficulty remembering my passwords personally. So that was the big ticket item for me as to why I decided to make the shift. How many, I mean, I, I don't know how many passwords I have for myself, but I know it's a lot. Do you have any information on, like, what does the average person have? It's a great question. I was actually reading a couple articles when I was investigating uh, different password managers, and one of the studies I found said, on average, the average user has about 100 different passwords. Wow. Some studies I saw actually indicated in their cohort of people that they, in, they interviewed and studied, they had over 192 on average. How many passwords do you have, Tyler? I looked today, I have 182 different passwords. 182. 182, so that is something I was really struggling with. I could never remember. Some websites, of course, I could remember certain things, but I could never remember every single one. I was constantly having to click the forgot password button, have an email sent, click that button. It was, it was taking a lot of my time having to try to log, just log in to simple accounts. And so, I recognize some of our listeners uh, probably have enough background or information on this topic that they might understand the you know inner aspects of all the details that work with it. For those folks like myself who aren't completely familiar with this, basically what I understand from a password manager system is you have one like master password. It covers your password manager. And then the password manager actually creates individual passwords for all these different websites that you go to? Is that close? Correct. So there are, all, all the companies are slightly different, so there are some nuances, um, but generally speaking, you're correct. The one I use, for example, is exactly that. There's one master key, and, and that password manager helps me to create different characters, symbols, text, uh, numbers, and helps me create those different passwords for each login. It securely stores that login in, in the manager. That way, when next time I go to log into my email or I log into any website, it knows that random string of characters. And all I have to type in and all I have to remember is that one master key. You can securely you know, set up your different devices. So whether it's an iPhone, an Android phone, if you're logging into your work computer, your iPad, the initial setup of that does require the master key plus a couple of other secure identifying pieces of information from you. And you can also set up a two-factor authentication, which I would highly recommend doing as well. I think almost every kind of security in our lives, whether it's you know a car or a home or password management, it's all about the trade-off between convenience and security. And so I know for myself personally, since I don't use a password manager, that I actually it, like you said, it's taking me more time. It's less convenient for me at this point with all my sticky notes and you know the paper lists of passwords that I maintain that I think I would find probably after the initial construction phase of setting up this type of account, it would probably save me a lot of time and aggravation. Would you say that's a fair assessment? No, I, I totally agree with you, Sandy. Uh, it does save time. It definitely saved me a ton of time. So what are some of the other benefits other than, okay, so this system's going to create probably a much more secure password than I would create, and it does save you some time. Are there other benefits to using a password manager? Sure. So again, I think not having to memorize the passwords that help with creating those secure random characters is, is the other big one. 
The other two, which I think are equally as, if not more important, but it also can help you alert you to phishing scams. So if you were to click you know, one of those links that you get in an email you get from somebody randomly by accident, and you go to log into a website, well, that website in that email is typically not the actual website that you're intending to log into. And because the password manager is looking at which website you're logging into, it would recognize that that's not one you have stored in your database. So it's just another good checks and balances system. Again, it's not perfect, doesn't completely prevent phishing, but it is a, a checks and balances system. The other big one, and something we talk about here at BWFA, is of course estate planning and thinking through what happens when you pass away or become incapacitated. But another reason to consider having a password manager is to really help your heirs or your beneficiaries get access to those accounts. When, when you can't make a decision yourself or you pass away, again, if you have over 180 different accounts to log into and do something with and act on, it's, it might be quite difficult for your heirs to know how to get into those accounts. And there's ways you can set up systems, whether it's you have a letter to let them know where your master key is, how to access that, or some, some of the password managers out there also have automated systems where you can set up and, and link a beneficiary, that way they'll get an email, or they'll be able to actually act on your behalf, they'll be, they'll be listed. So it is a great benefit from that standpoint as well. And you know, that benefit is not to be minimized. We all hear presentations from time to time, and sometimes the numbers stick in your head more than others. I've never forgotten that I read or I heard somewhere that 30, every day, 30,000 Facebook users pass away. And if you think about that, every day, 30,000 people, you know, having their heirs and their loved ones trying to figure out how to shut down their account. That's just a lot. And I know personally, I've had friends that have passed and their spouses are really frustrated with the work involved in trying to get their LinkedIn or their Facebook or whatever account that it might be, their social media exposures, you know, shut down. So this uh, clearly would greatly assist in that. Absolutely. And something else to think about too is, I know personally, I have a lot of photos that I save in iCloud or other uh, online you know, servers and storage places. But I also have a lot of music as well. I want to make sure, of course, my wife or if both of us, God forbid, passed away, my brother and sister and family would have access to the, that type of information. And having this password manager again, can just help ease some of that burden of having to track those things down. You know, Tyler, I really appreciate you bringing this subject to me, and I'm glad that we could share it with all of you. As we wrap up, I did want to point out to everyone that if you go to the BWFA website and you look in our webinar library under the section of lifestyle webinars, you will see that we actually have a hour-long webinar presentation that we've recorded and have posted there on password management programs. And so if you want a little more information, that would be a place that you could go. Uh, we want to thank you for listening and look forward to having you back to another BWFA podcast soon. Tyler, thanks for your help today. Of course. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. 
You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.